thinking a lot about cancel culture. And it's going to kind of be a kind of something that we're going to be talking about a lot throughout the show. And we've got a jam-packed show today. And I've got a couple of great guests, which I'll announce here shortly. So anyway, we find ourselves in a world today in which there are those that would rather cancel the opinions of others or even deny facts if it helps further a cause. Unfortunately, the radical left makes so much noise that many people don't realize that this group is actually the minority. This group has managed to hijack the entire Democrat Party, the mainstream media, and a lot of big corporations. The new term for this insanity is wokeism. If you speak out against the agenda of this group, you may be canceled from being heard on social media, prevented from speaking at an event, have your reputation slandered, or be publicly shamed. George Orwell stated that a reduced state of consciousness is favorable to political conformity. In other words, he was saying that because of the foolish and gullible nature of people means that they are unable to see through the deception of the terms, and in particular, political euphemisms. As an example, if you want to give the public a wrong impression of rich people, you might use words like fat cats or robber barons over and over again in your speech. While not everyone is susceptible to being manipulated and controlled through the use of language, just the fact that we now have a Joe Biden as a president shows the power of carefully constructed language. The greatest weapon employed by the left against Donald Trump was not about his policies employed while in office, but rather his constant comments via Twitter. His policies while in office were, for the most part, good and made America strong. He was criticized by some that he did not exercise enough tact. Personally, I think it made him real, and I think many others would agree with me. With all of this in mind, I want to talk today about the woke culture. The word woke is a political euphemism meant to paint its users as open-minded, aware, intelligent, astute, and wise. The picture these people paint for themselves is one of being beyond reproach, incapable of being conned, fooled, beguiled, cheated, or defrauded. There are two classes of people within the woke civilization, and they are those at the top, that being the manipulators, and those who make up the majority of these people, and I will just call them the angry and unenlightened. The first thing we must establish is that being woke has nothing to do with being awake. In fact, it's just the opposite. If you look at the things these people promote, you can see that they are woke in a world of delusion. Those who make up the body of the movement are used to advance subjective insanities, while those at the top of this movement have more ominous purposes of using nonsense to incite discord for the purpose of political gain. As an example of delusion, I would say that anyone who thinks that a person should have to atone for the actions of others within their family or race are seriously close to being brain dead. Those who cannot look at the fact that socialism is non-viable because of human nature, as evident by 100 million people murdered under this system, are doomed to go from fully asleep to dead themselves entirely. 
These are but just a few of the examples of nonsensical thinking. To better understand that the people on the front lines of the culture war, war are just zombie-like horde and are just an easily manipulated weapon is by looking at the anger displayed by them. Arguments dominated by emotion show a lack of intelligence and are a significant characteristic in those who are easily manipulated. <clears throat> I would like to conclude with a quote I found by Steven Pinker from his book, Rationality, What It Is, Why It Seems Scarce, Why It Matters. Since no one can know everything and most people know almost nothing, Rationality consists of outsourcing knowledge to institutions that specialize in creating and sharing it, primarily academia, public and private research units, and the press. That trust is a precious resource which should not be squandered. Though confidence in science has remained steady for decades, confidence in universities is sinking. A major reason for the mistrust is the university's suffocating left-wing monoculture with its punishment of students and professors who question dogmas on gender, race, culture, genetics, colonialism, and sexual identity and orientation. Universities have turned themselves into laughingstocks for their assaults on common sense as when a professor was recently suspended for mentioning the Chinese pause word, ni gay, because it, it reminded some students of the racial slur. On several occasions, correspondents have asked me why they should trust the scientific consensus on climate change, since it comes out of institutions that broke no or brook no dissent. That is why universities have a responsibility to secure the credibility of science and scholarship by committing themselves to viewpoint diversity, free inquiry, critical thinking, and active mindedness. <clears throat>